In this video today, we're going to talk about how to take a traditional business and bring it into the digital world. So welcome to Profile Street TV and today I'm joined by Claire Stewart. So very excited uh, to have Claire with us today. So thank you for coming in and uh, do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself, your background and what you're doing? Sure, so uh, I'll take you back, right back really on my journey and I guess I was about 14 when it all began. Um, I was a high school student so never got the grades to get to grammar school. And whenever I was 14, I had a careers class and the teacher said, what does everybody want to do whenever they leave school? And I don't know why, but I always had this desire, an inward desire that I was going to be an accountant. Didn't really know what that meant. Didn't know much about the career path or anything or what grades you needed. But the teacher actually said at that day, take a video home, it was old VHS tape. Take the video home for the weekend and have a wee look at the video. So I was actually staying at my best friend's house that night and I said, we have to watch this video. And we pressed play and there was a guy there about, you know, your typical accountant, as you can imagine, um, 50s, kind of a drone voice. And she said, Claire, you can't be an accountant. You actually cannot do this job. And I thought, no, do you know what? I'm going to reinvent accountancy. So that was when I was 14. Um, instead of that school, I actually did my A-levels, done an A-level in history, which meant nothing, but I got my grades for that, and then went to University of Ulster in Coleraine. Mm -hmm. Never wanted to kind of um, push myself into a corner, so because of that, I didn't actually do an accountancy degree, but business studies and computing, and loved it, had the time of my life, met lifelong friends, had a ball, um, somehow managed to just land myself a trainee accountancy post without much thought really I was still kind of on the wave of just oh, that's what I want to do didn't know much about it but I got myself a trainee accountancy uh, post in Lisburn in a medium-sized firm done my training and I knew that as soon as I finished that I wanted to get out into the real world get out into industry and work for a proper company but you know I guess grass is always greener on the other side so I thought I want to get out of here and concentrate on that so at that stage, I actually went into Bedeck Limited, who are quite well known local firm here, do bed linen and lovely girly things, I would say. Uh, became their company accountant and had one of the best bosses that I, that I think I've ever had. And looking back, I didn't know that at the time, but he was actually so willing to share his knowledge, to sit down with me for hours and explain how things worked and really, really good time spent there. From that then, I actually got married while I was there to my wonderful husband, Will, and got married while I was there, and um, not long after I came back, decided another job was in order. Had bills to pay at that stage, and a bit higher salary was on the cards. So I moved to a global manufacturing firm um, based in Lurgan. And yeah, it was fine, it wasn't me right from the start. It just done the job, got on okay. Um, and while I was there, I got pregnant with my first little girl, with our first little girl. And always thought to myself, I would love to work for myself someday. Mm -hmm. Whenever I had enough money or whenever I was older, just never seemed like the right time. So um, just before I went to maternity leave, I spoke to my boss at the time and said, look, this is what I'm thinking. Perhaps I could look at a four day week to return to work. And he said, Claire, go on maternity leave. Don't even think about this. Just go and enjoy it and I'll speak to you whenever you've had the wee one. So January 2000 and 
13, uh, Maddie was born. And for those of you who have children, I don't know if you have yeah, kids, yeah. but you don't expect the life change that it's going no. to bring with it. Well, and yeah. it was a big shock to our system. We were used to doing our own thing. <laughs> and no longer could we do that. Um, six weeks after we had her, I went in to meet my boss and the HR, um, the HR boss, I guess. And they said, look, we've assessed this and we can't accommodate any flexible working for you. So basically, in my words, it's full time or it's no time. So come out to the car park and hormones and all that being up the left with having a, a baby. I just sat and cried and I thought, what am I going to do? But very quickly I realised, you know what? I'm going to just do this for myself at this stage. I'm used to being on maternity pay, so it's no big loss. Yeah. Um, ch chatted it over with Will and decided this is what I'm going to do. But the more I thought, I thought, I've no clients. I can't sit in my kitchen at home, which is in the country. How am I going to build a client base? So through a conversation with someone in a coffee shop, I heard about an office space that was opening in Lisbon and phoned the landlord and he said, look, it's just a room with a desk in it. And I said, perfect. That's all I need, a room with a desk. So started there October 2013. And the first day was honestly the only day that I had nothing to do. Um, was there for a year on my own. At that time, it was called CES Accounting Services and built up to about 40, 50 clients in that first year and then went into partnership with a friend of mine, Gilbert Cartmill. Um, it's funny because my dad, all the while knowing this, what I was going through, said, Claire, you don't go into partnership. You never do it. It's not a good idea. And he had been burnt in the past and I thought, you know what, it'll be fine. It will be fine. So we, we had a chat and that's what we did. We went into partnership um, 2014, so just a year after I started. And it's funny how um, not much planning went into that, but uh, probably to my shame, not much planning went into that. I'm an accountant and you should plan everything, um, but I didn't. Um, but it's funny how different we are. Gilbert and I are completely different. Um, I bring a whole marketing side, business development side. And he brings IT, software, that, that side of things. So it's fantastic because there is no competition as such. You know, we do our own roles yeah, within right. the firm and it works really well together. So, um, yeah, going for four years, four and a half years or so and loving every minute of it. Incredible. So, so wow. So big steps. Big steps. But at the time, never felt like a risk. Yeah. Um, never really felt the fear and I think that comes back to the fact that both my parents were self-employed and um, my dad had been a self-employed mechanic from he was 17 mm -hmm. my mom owns a restaurant so it never felt like anything out of the norm it never felt like it was a big step being self-employed never never felt it just decided to go for it because I've watched them and I, I, I somehow knew that um I could do it if I just put my mind to it and I, I think as you'll know yourself a lot of it's mindset um, and I would always say to clients, what you know and what you're good at is only 10% of the puzzle because you end up being every everything in the business. Without a doubt, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how we started and there's still lots to achieve, but that's that's the beginning of it all. Incredible. Did you find growing up in a house with your parents, as they were entrepreneurs, Yeah. Uh, that, that influenced you then? Uh, it certainly did. Uh, my dad would have worked from eight in the morning to 10 at night. Yes. He had a garage away from the house at that stage. 
um, and my mum raised us. She At that time she didn't have her own business, um, but she raised us, done the homeworks with us. We never saw dad. Um, Saturday night he took off and we always went for an ice cream and that was our treat. But it was my, it was my norm. Um, I never felt cheated in any way. Mm -hmm. I had a very, very good upbringing. Um, my mum went into business. Well, what actually happened with my mum was she started to do catering from our house. So from I was young, maybe 10 or 11, she started to run private parties in our home. So maybe three, four nights a week, we were kind of told, go to the bedroom and don't come out because we have people coming who are paying money for a meal. And that was the norm again. Um, and just about 14, 15 years ago, she actually opened her own restaurant to get away from that invasion of her own home. But she loved it. So yeah, I it was very much part of life. Being self-employed was, that's what you do. Incredible. And, and uh, taking the steps into a partnership then. Yeah. Uh, obviously the first time, and I've been in partnership before, yeah. it can be amazingly good. Mm -hmm. It can be incredible when it works as well yeah. and, and two together is like multiple maybe five totally uh, because it's amazing you've got the, the perfect skill set as you say you're not competing the yeah. and yang. Um, but also it's very risky and I'm sure even in your business you've probably seen uh, sometimes when it's tough and it yeah. doesn't work out so you do need to consider of course all aspects when yeah. you go in yeah um, do you think that do you think the the fact that you and your partner are so different and have different skills is, is key Definitely, and I also think the fact that we're both different genders helps the whole situation. I, I don't know if that's just in our in our situation, but I I just find it works very well because we we really are like chalk and cheese. He's very focused on um, internal processes, and I'm more externally focused. So Incredible. yeah, that goes really works well. well. That's it. And you've got your own domain of expertise, and actually, no one's stepping on someone else's toes. Exactly. Exactly. Amazing. You talked about good bosses yeah. and the grass greener. So I actually mm -hmm. have the same story as you. Mm -hmm. I, I remember my best ever boss yeah. and uh, you don't realise it till you're you don't realize in another place. And in fact, whenever I left and started my own business, it was at that stage that I actually went back and contacted him and, say, and said, Brian, I just want to let you know that you had such an influence on my life. He was the type of person who brought you along with him. Yeah. It was never he was never all for himself. Um and in fact he did say to me, If you're thinking of a career change here, let me help you mm -hmm. with it. And you don't get that everywhere. But it it's shaped my outlook for how I treat my staff too. Mm -hmm. He he was very willing to share, but yet he wasn't sitting on my shoulder. He gave me the room to grow as a person. And I guess that's that's what a true leader is as well, being able to lead and not micromanage. Incredible. And I have yeah. to say, I, I look back and I think one of my early bosses would have been, and funny enough, Brian too, there we go. <laughs> uh, but it was the same though. Um, but I, and then I look at some of, and, and actually I've had some incredible bosses throughout the years actually in, in different countries. Mm -hmm. But I look back at some places I've been and I have to say it's been horrendous. Yeah. I can't even believe totally. that I was in that environment. And as you say, it's how you treat people now. Yeah. It, Beyond belief, it's how yeah. it's shaped yourself and myself and how we mm -hmm. treat people then, without a doubt. Well, I, th I think it's even shaped for, for our practice because we have staff there and we are very open in saying to, to the girls who work for us, family comes first and home life comes first and if you need to be at home, go home. And do you know what? 
you might not get the work done that day, but it's uh, a far better place to be. Hundred percent. And and that's something I learned as well. Yeah. Um, through th through a number, you know, being employed by a number of companies. Incredible. So in the business now. Yeah. Four years. Four years. years. Really? Yeah. Uh, what services do you offer then? What's the? So, all the services you would expect of an accountant. Mm -hmm. So your compliance services, which would be your annual accounts, your corporation tax returns, personal tax returns, VAT returns, <laughs> payroll, all of that, and that kind of ticks away like clockwork. Mm -hmm. And in the last couple of years, we have really worked on the strategy side of the business mm -hmm. for our clients. Mm -hmm. um, so we've started to introduce mm -hmm. these new services to existing clients in order to um, probably increase the value of what we can offer to the outside market. Um, so we do a lot of uh, quarterly strategy sessions. Um, I actually do a lot of mentoring within the business and software training and setup. So um, wow. I think increasingly you see accountants offering those services, but you know we, we have been in the software side of things with uh, the likes of your Zero and your QuickBooks Online since we since we started business. So we've got a good handle on it, um, and we're also Zero Gold Partners just in the last yeah. week or two. So. Incredible. Yeah, um, it, it means for things like making tax digital coming up, yeah. it's not a stress for us because mm -hmm. we're ready to go. Yeah. The, the, the systems are in place, have been for some time, and so it's just another tick in the box as far as we're concerned. And you've been doing it for years? We've been doing it for years, so um, I think clients like that fact that mm -hmm. oh, they're, we're ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. And we were. I was at a, a big conference a couple of weeks ago in London called ZeroCon, and that's what they were even, even saying to the people who were in the room, you are ahead of the curve. And it's funny how you don't realise that, but they're obviously seeing the statistics of the UK market and yeah. they're saying you're actually ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. So that's nice to know too. Mm -hmm. But that's not enough. It's There's going to be changes, there's going to be um, further developments, so it's keeping ahead of that. Yes, and, and incredible that you, you, yeah. you're ahead of the game in zero, but you're also ahead of the game in content marketing as well, I would, well. I would argue. <laughs> And social yeah. media marketing as well. Yeah, and thank you for that. Um, I, I guess i I done quite a lot of marketing as part of my degree back in the day. So I've also always realised the importance of it. Mm -hmm. And very soon whenever I started my own business, I had to realise that, do you know what? Get over yourself in a way. Stop thinking about what people are going to think about you for recording a live video or whatever that might be, just do it. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't do it, somebody else will be. Cool. Um, and we were chatting a, a while there offline about Instagram and I've found incredible results with Instagram of late, which surprised me. Um, and what I what the way I'm approaching that is we have a business Instagram and then I have a business blog Instagram mm -hmm. and the blog is actually pushing stuff into the to the business arena. Amazing. Um, but it's not all about tax and about accounts, it's everyday life really and business, you know, that's the advice that people want. What we find with clients is they just want to know their tax is looked after. Yeah. It's, the, it's the other stuff that they're really putting value on. Yeah. And that, that's the, the whole industry's changing actually? The whole industry's changing, yeah. So, um, well the word on the streets at the minute is automatic intel or artificial intelligence. Yeah. So you can either see that as an opportunity or a threat, and for us we are seeing it as a massive opportunity because it's going to free the time that we have mm -hmm. up to do more valuable things for our clients. So we become less number crunchers mm -hmm. and we come, become more forward planners, um, looking at projections, looking at um, resources even within your business. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be incredibly val valuable for us Incre yeah, and, and, and our clients. 
and as myself as a small business, I, yeah. like I, as you say, like you just need to know that we're ticking the boxes to do the accounts, yeah. but the value is in the advice and the planning and the strategy and uh, what we're going to do next and mm -hmm. how we do things uh, to be, I guess, uh, as efficient as yeah. we can be and save money and not waste money. Yeah, well, as, as well as that, I think we have to set a good example for our clients. So internally, we are completely systems driven. Um, and that's probably down to my business partner driving that. I have to give credit where it's due. Um, but everything has a process, everything has a system to run it. So even an onboarding process where we're adding a new client on, it's completely seamless. So how else are you supposed to advise a client on how to do that if you're not doing it yourself? So we very much lead from within. And I have to say it again, from my own personal experience, uh, we're, we've been introducing uh, systems mm -hmm. and really, really focused on systems, priority for this month as well, uh, into our business. And actually that's what's allowed us to scale. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to, we just couldn't, you, you can't scale if you don't have the systems, exactly. you can't, can't grow. Yeah. So without that, you're, you're uh, in, in the water, you're swimming. Yeah. Um, another thing we're finding with our clients is that we have a high involvement with them. So it's I don't think accountancy can be any longer a once a year visit. There's no point in that. You're just looking back. So we typically see our clients maybe once a quarter, um, which again we're we're more like a an outsourced finance director really, mm -hmm. and that's where we're going with the business. That that's our ideal client. Yeah. Um, so lots to yeah. lots of ways that we want to grow and hopefully will grow over the next number of years. So we're talking about all the ways you're different from what yeah. we think is a standard accountant or accountancy service. Mm -hmm. So it's the service looking forward, not back, uh, technology, mm -hmm. um, you, you and you really want to be part of the business, part, partnership actually, yeah, more totally. than anything. Yeah. Yeah. So very different outlook. Yeah, uh, yeah, and we, we kind of went into business with that approach, so we've never we've never had to change that, which has mm. has helped too, because you know what change is like in business. Yes. Um, so. It's constant. It's constant. <laughs> it's the only thing that's guaranteed, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh my God. Tomorrow, what's tomorrow? <laughs> incredible. So, so you do mentoring and support, mm -hmm. and incredible, you see so many businesses coming in yeah. with different sorts of problems. So you obviously know that. The secret formula for for uh, helping a small business grow. Yeah. So what is it? X plus Y. You already gives you that for free. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tune in next video. Uh, um, so so yeah. Any tips or advice? Yeah, uh, where it, should it, someone focus? It's funny because out of the businesses that I mentor, a lot of it is systems. That is a lot of it. They they just don't understand. They don't know what the right and left hand are doing. Yeah. They're doing completely different things. Um, so I work with them a lot on systems um, and again looking forward. Um, I think, I don't know if it's a Northern Ireland thing, a cultural thing, but a lot of people are so focused on what's behind and it doesn't matter what's behind, it's about what you're going to do in the future. Mm -hmm. um, I actually love the mentoring side of things and I'll, I'll tell you a bit about how I broke into that. Mm -hmm. um, I joined Women in Business right at the start of my Brilliant. journey, mm -hmm. 2013. Um, went to a lot of their events as you do in the early days you're at every networking event that you can possibly get your hands on just to meet people um, raise visibility all of that and um, was approached then by women in business would you be a mentor I thought what have I got to give here but went with it anyway um, as part of that they actually do some training with you and they a proper coaching business do some training with you um, and what I found was what I could give to the mentee was invaluable, but in fact what I got back 
was absolutely amazing because the, the amount that you learn from somebody else, where they've come from, it, it, and that, it's, it's really my passion in business is the mentoring side of things. Um, and that's how I got into that. So about a couple of years in then I thought, I'm going to pursue this and, and do this internally and it's, it's taken off quite well. Incredible. So so clients would come to you and you would uh, mentor them as well as yeah. looking after them? Well, it's funny you it's say that. It's all the same, isn't it? It's, it's part of it because we have clients who come to me only for mentoring and they have another accountant. And sometimes, you know, that's because maybe they've had a personal relationship or it's their dad's best friend or whatever. Um, but yeah, we have both where our clients, we mentor them or people just come for mentoring alone. Very interesting. And yeah. that's a, a, a very uh, different business model. It is different, yeah. yeah. And I'm very impressed. So again, we would ironically, by default, uh, we would see ourselves as mentors for businesses that come in mm -hmm. looking for digital strategy. Yeah. And, uh, Again, um, who are trying to grow their business on Facebook, and mm. and uh, we're going. Oh my God! Uh, actually, now we're talking about it, one of the things I plan to do this weekend is uh, Google Google Maps. Um, yeah. In twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, I think will replace Facebook pages because okay. now they, you can add photos, mm. upload videos, you can put posts mm. on Google Maps. Most people don't know this. Uh, reviews over and back, you can communicate with. Uh, uh, clients mm -hmm. and you can now it's launched in America you can follow a Google business right. page it's very interesting incredible and probably for most businesses the first place that anyone a customer a potential mm -hmm. customer will see your business is going to be in Google Maps exactly uh, so having a profile and it's totally free and you don't have to pay for it well that makes sense so it? and Google Maps I'm just putting actually a conversation today with yeah. someone uh, Google Plus closes in August um, it's their attempt at a social network but mm -hmm. I think now that Facebook are having tough times they yeah. actually see an opportunity and as we all know Facebook Google and Amazon are yeah. killing each other to, to win the the tech race, so mm -hmm. very interesting. So, again, back to the mentoring, having someone outside of the business giving yeah. advice. That's right. I can see how incredible that and, is. And you know, I I have my own business mentor too. In fact, I have a few. Um, some of them kindly meet me for a coffee, and it's yes. free. And we've built a friendship up, and we kind of hold each other to account. Mm -hmm. But yes, I do pay a mentor as well because, and right from the start, I've done that. Um, whenever I couldn't even afford it. But looking back, the mistakes I would have made without that yeah. would have cost me far more than yeah. what the, the mentoring services cost me. And I have mentors too. Yeah. And uh, engage mentors where I have calls and yeah. check-ins totally. and get killed every time yeah. because I haven't done. <laughs> and then I, I, I laugh and I've been given some amazing advice by my mentors mm -hmm. who've been there and done it and I haven't listened to it. Yeah. And a year later I'm going back and saying, Hands mm -hmm. up, you were, so right. you were right, and yeah. adjusting. But again, without the, the, the so you live and learn, like you, totally. you think you know it all, but yeah. that's, totally. the, that's the problem, though. That's the problem. But, but we get so no one knows our business like we do, that's right. But sometimes we're, we're buried in the business too deep, it's just a, a fresh pair of eyes, yeah. you know. In most cases, it's not actually rocket science. It's what you already know, mm -hmm. but it's somebody saying to you, you need to go and do it now. Yes, yes, I totally agree. Yeah. So, how can I make my business better in general? You? Yeah, well, Ali, well <laughs> anyone watching this, so what, what should they look at? Is there things that they should look at or consider or what? what? In order to grow their business? Yeah, yeah. Well, the things that helped me grow mm -hmm. um, were um, 
networking. I People make me and they say, oh, you're so confident. And I go, no, I am not one bit confident. I have forced myself into that role for business. I go home and I hardly speak to anybody. That's, that's what I'm like. Um, but somebody gave me that advice right at the start was to get out of your office and start meeting people. And whenever you go, don't sit beside somebody that you know. Sit beside somebody you don't know. So that would be the number one tip. Get yourself out the door, um, even if it's painful. Um, second tip would be get a business mentor. Um, whether it's me or not, just get somebody who you can be accountable to. Um, even if you have to pay to get the right one, that's, that's the second thing I would do. And number three, um, fail fast. So if you make a mistake, pick yourself back up again and go for it. As I said earlier in the, in the interview, it doesn't matter what's past, it's about what's in the future. So all about goal setting. Um, not even purely financial, but setting those milestones for yourself. Um, if you don't have goals, then I don't think you'll ever grow. You've nothing to aspire to. Wow, so goals, goals are critical then for business. Totally. So have you, what's, what's the goals, can I ask? Yeah, of course, um, oh, yeah. of course. Uh, we, we have a goal that we would like two offices in the next couple of years. Um, oh. We've already been looking um, in the local area, but we, we would like two offices, possibly one partner in one and myself in the other. And we would like to increase the number of our team as well. So currently there's five of us. Yeah. Um, if demand keeps increasing the way it has done, we're probably going to need to double that in the foreseeable future. So, um, I mean, I have my own personal goals for my own personal brand and personal brand, I guess it's a new phrase as well. And mm -hmm. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I believe that there needs to be a personal brand as well as a business brand and they need to go hand in hand. And again, it's not good if you're not a very confident person, but it has to be done. Mm -hmm. um, so I have my own goals around that. And well, one of them was winning that Women in Business Award there just mm -hmm. a number of weeks ago. Um, and do you know what you can put whatever you you can do whatever you put your mind to, yeah. and it's mindset. And for the few people that don't know, uh, do you want to name the award that you did win? Yeah, it was best uh, customer service um, in the small business category, yeah. and it's down to systems again. Um, a new client comes through the door. The customer service is amazing because the system runs it. Yes, there's a person in behind it, but it's key. Um, there's no waiting on emails for three weeks. Do you know what I mean? It's it's running like clockwork. Incredible. So we're talking about personal brands, and I I totally agree. Actually, what you're saying that uh, so we we obviously building brands online and uh, content marketing as mm -hmm. as the same as yourself. But actually, at the end of the day, people do business with mm -hmm. people, and it even took myself living online all these years to uh, that was probably the the fundamental thing that um, probably changed our businesses that. You could do all the online marketing, post all you want on mm -hmm. Facebook, have as many followers and, and drive leads, but at the end of the day, it's still people who do business yeah. with people. And the personal brand is incredible. Uh, I think it's going to be the most important yeah. marketing process, marketing thing for the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. without a doubt. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Well, no, <laughs> and your personal brand is amazing online. So well, so. We're, we're getting there with it. Um, and we, we had another conversation offline about how much work that takes. Um, and that's been five years um, pumping in hours and hours to social media and it's it's all the hidden work that nobody sees. It's constant engagement and trawling through and commenting and but you know what? It's almost like you wake up one day and you go, not that you've made it, but you go, it's actually starting to work here. Um, and that's a nice point to get to when you go, it's 
actually. It hasn't all been in vain. Exactly. I was going to ask you my next question was, how did you become an overnight success online? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, that's it. What? Because yeah, uh, I have to say, go back to the, like your personal brand online is incredible. It's really, really good to see and refreshing. <clears throat> and it, it really does stand out. So without a doubt, yeah, overnight well, success. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Five years. Damn me, but, Five uh, years it's taken. Yeah. And hard, hard work. Yeah. And, and as you say, but it's starting to pay off. You're starting yeah. to see dividends. So if anyone's watching and not investing the time and not engaging in personal brand and hiding behind the computer because they don't want to get out, yeah. what would your advice be? Then? My advice would be that at least one person in the business needs to do it. Um, as I said at the start, Gilbert is not that type of person. Mm. I am. He's happy enough for me to do that. And he would actually say, you're the face of the business. Come on, out and get a photo taken. And that's uneasy for me because he's in behind me helping me. But it, it's how it has to be. Mm. Um, I was at an Instagram workshop with a blogger recently and something she said to me, and you'll probably agree with it, she said it's, it's not even about consistently posting, it's about consistently engaging and it's about looking for where you can step in and, and, and put a comment and that's the Taryn bit. I, I find it's easy to put a post up, not so easy to engage. Yes, and I exactly, and that's where it takes the time because, as you say, yeah. you post hit and run yeah. and go on, but actually it's the engagement that wins the battle, yeah. without a doubt. It's the relationships, and I, I had actually a prospect in with me yesterday who I'd linked up with on the business blog on Instagram just about three, four weeks ago, mm -hmm. so it does work. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Mm -hmm. And back to content marketing, so you've published your own book. Yeah. So will you mind tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, in a way, it was there was two reasons to that. One was purely selfish, that it would help the personal brand side of things. Right. Two was that it would help clients. So if I look at the client end first, clients were continually saying to me when they started their own business, what do we need to look for and what do we need to do? And I decided to write a book because I was continually saying the same thing. Um, and I found myself whenever I started my own business that there was nowhere where I could get everything in one place. It was Google, it was a textbook, it was the newspaper. And so I decided to write this book, 25 Ways to Get Your Business Off to a Good Start, so that I could list 25 things that needed to be considered um, when starting up your business. It's not, um, it's not a novel by any means. It's very factual. Mm -hmm. It's very um, focused on what you need to do. And it has social media in there too. Um, coming back to my own personal reasons why I did it, I was working with a mentor in Sheffield at that time and he was all for personal brand and getting yourself out there. A fellow accountant actually, who had owned his own practice at one stage and he said, Claire, you need to write a book. And I said, what would I write a book about? He said, well, look at what your clients are continually asking you or what their needs are and write it on that. And that's what I did. And it's funny because initially the idea started off as a booklet and it was going to be just a few pages yeah. so that I can get something printed here. And when you start to write, you actually can't stop. So it's now a hardback version. Yes. Um, so that's been good too. Um, good from the fact that you come in to see me as a client. And if I'm able to say to you, you can take a copy of the book home, people go, wow, mm. she's written the book. Mm -hmm. You know, so lots of reasons why I did that. And whenever I completed it, I said, I will never do this again. But actually, I've been thinking about it. Book two's on it. Version two. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, it. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So, do you mind if we ask you to share one or two of your top tips then from the book? Um, 
they may be the same as the top tips that I've given you for growth, perhaps. Very good. So follow them. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. read the book. Yeah, and, read the book. And find well, out. Um, go to your office. So yeah. where, where can we get the book? Um, you can get it online. Yeah. Um, you'll see the link on most of my social media um, channels, or I can email it to you if you drop me an email. Brilliant. Excellent. We're um, actually sold out of the hardback, so I haven't crap. reordered, so I need to get more of those. And watch out for big tips. Book two. Big book two. Possibly Great. on price, pricing, price psychology, Wow. that side of things. Excellent. So what type of businesses actually could go to your practice? Um, we have a wide range. We have mm. people who are individuals who just need a tax return done because they have a rental property. We have businesses turning over five, six million and everything in between. Mm. Um, as I said earlier, our ideal client is that client who values all of the other stuff apart from their accounts and that's what we're clearly focused on mm -hmm. now and we've actually more recently had to say no to be able to say yes and that's it's a difficult place to get to as well um, because I don't like to say no to anybody but I feel like that's where our focus is going at the minute that we are focusing more on those where we can give higher value it's incredible and you know you're in a good place when you're you have to say no yeah you have to say no yeah because your time you just don't have the time and the worrying thing is you then you start to disappoint the people well, that you that's are it. and, I, and I, I always say to people who come in through the door and see me please don't judge that judge the service that you might get three quotes from an accountant please don't judge it based on the price judge it on how you actually get on with that person because it's a for most cases the average um, relationship with an accountant is seven years um, is the industry average? So it's a long time to be with somebody that you don't get on with. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, you, you change yeah. everything. You're, you're actually right there. You change. Yeah. Probably accountancy and solicitors. You probably yeah. have a long time. Well, that's it. <laughs> um, we took over a new client there recently who came to me because she said, I'm sick of coming out to the car and crying after I meet my accountant. And I thought, that can't happen. It just can't. So make sure you get on with them. Yeah, that sounds tough. So obviously, women in business today, um, yeah. still challenges in the business place. Yeah. Uh, do you find what 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 do you think the challenges are? Um, for me, as a woman in business, I find work-life balance incredibly hard. Um, I have two wee girls, five and three, and whenever I'm at work, I feel like I should be at home, and whenever I'm at home, I feel like I should be at work, and it's a constant struggle. Um, people often say to me because of what I do with women in business and because of the, the ladies blog, the business blog that I do, they say, oh, you're a feminist. And I say, no, in no way am I a feminist. But I understand the struggles and the stresses that most women have. I'm not saying men don't have those, but um, with the likes of kids and stuff like that, um, it's just a different place. And if, I think you feel emotionally drawn in so many different directions, and that that's my main struggle. Um, boundaries is a big thing for me, and January, just at the start of this year, um, was a big light bulb moment for me. Um, I went to a workshop in Galgorm, run by a lady called Kate Marshall, who would be a good one for your next video. Yep, yep, um, reach out. And she, I went there thinking that it was going to be a business workshop and it was very clearly focused on personal goals and is your business achieving your personal goals and that changed things for me too because I thought I went into this business because I wanted flexible working yeah. I went into this business because I was having children 
and it was going to work for me and I really had to take a step back and look at myself and think that's not doing either of those two things for you at the minute. So at that point in time I had to draw very clear boundaries. I would have sat to two, three in the morning at the laptop um, you know didn't speak to my husband very much and that was fine he was probably quite happy with that at the time but you know what I mean I, I had to draw very clear boundaries and I struggle with it every day but I'm getting better at it. It's tough. Um, yeah so that would be a key point to any other woman in business who is struggling to do it all you can't do it all. Yeah and you just have to accept it. Just draw the line yeah. Today was really interesting because actually I was coming here to have a conversation about accounts mm -hmm. and actually I think I've had a conversation about marketing and mm -hmm. personal branding and uh, all the other facets of the business yeah. that I wouldn't have expected to be talking about so you've actually uh, um, actually blown away it's <laughs> well, really, that's really good, good. no it's really good yeah. um, very interesting so it's very clear that you do understand probably some of the most important aspects of the business yeah. the marketing getting the brand out there and obviously the the accounts uh, mm -hmm. side and the mentoring side sounds very interesting yeah. um, so if anyone watching this today wanted to find out more about the business, uh, to reach out, mm -hmm. to talk to you about mentoring or accounts, what, where's the best places for them to find you? Uh, you can find us anywhere, <laughs> I guess. Yes, content um, marketing, yeah. social media, you're there, I'm so very impressed. Yeah. We, ha we have a website which I'll put my hands up and say it's not great at the minute, it needs revamped but it's there, um, which is cartmillstuart.co.uk. If you're a lady following along who would like a bit of everyday business advice, you can find me personally at Ladies Side by Side on Instagram and you'll find our business name on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for coming thank in today you. and sharing your Appreciate journey, that. your experience and some amazing tips for any businesses who are watching this. So thank you very much. Thank you, Kieran. Great. So thank you for watching us today. Be sure to check out the links below and, and uh, connect and subscribe and follow on Instagram, of course. And uh, this is us, this is Kieran from Profile Tree coming from the Innovation Factory on Springfield Road. And no doubt we'll see you in tomorrow's video. Thank you again.